0: Um, let, uh, omeletology. You could do an omeletology uh, cookbook. Diane's Omeletology. <laughs> the Omeletology Diet by <laughs> Ann Schulstedt. Diane <laughs> Schulstedt, purveyor of omeletology. Hey, Diane. Yes. I want to close that blind over there because you know why?
1: It's too bright, Bill.
0: It's getting to that time of year where oh yeah, the sun that it's on the windows, become, yeah. It's supposed to get up to almost eighty today. Whoa! Yeah. That's right, Diane. It's fine with me, Bill. Is it, Diane?
1: It's fine with me.
0: Do you mind if I go ahead with the It's
1: eight thirty-three
0: a.m. Saturday, May the 9th, twenty twenty. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bidin' Diane Show. Okay, well, it's just I like to push the boundaries, you know, how it is. <clears throat> Lovely morning here in the treehouse.
1: I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip.
0: Even though there is sun striking the windows, which is, you know. Ah, am eggs. Not a good sign.
1: For us. In the life
0: of Billy Bajingo.
1: It's funny. I was at a,
0: a... Was it funny, Diane? Was it ha-ha funny, or was it peculiar funny?
1: Peculiar, funny. Peculiar, funny. That I was at a Zoom meeting with my work group, and somebody mentioned that it was going to get up into the eighties, and some about half of the people said, "Oh, that's great," and about half of us were going, "Oh, that's uh, awful." <laughs> it's
0: a it's a big world. It's a it's a it's it's a big world. Lots of opinions, lots of feelings, lots of it's a panorama of, uh, you know even when you're talking meteorologically tastes vary
1: may i just give a little bit of a shout out to my brother whose birthday was yesterday happy birthday gary happy birthday gary we won't sing happy birthday cuz it's won't we? just hackneyed you know
0: hackneyed plus yeah. it's a little early in the day for quality singing yes yes and you'd want something of quality because you know gary's uh, you know he's he's kind of a deluxe human
1: Well, and I just haven't been, um, I've been trying to imagine what birthday celebrations will be like, especially. There have been a few
0: of them. Sarah Depp, I believe Sarah's birthday is today. Sarah Depp is having a birthday today. So if Sarah Depp happens to ever hear this, happy birthday to Sarah Depp, one of our groovy people from the Gooth Buzzard bookstore.
1: And wasn't Gary Snyder's birthday? Gary yesterday? Snyder's
0: birthday was uh,
1: yesterday? Yeah, May 8th, so yeah. same day as my brother's. So I was right. thinking, wow, Gary was born same, the day,
0: same as Gary. day as Gary. Gary and Gary. Gary Only Gary, Gary Snyder turned 90 yesterday.
1: Oh,
2: wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Not sure how I feel about I am,
1: 90. I will be forever grateful for having been able to grow up with Gary. He... He uh, made me a very different human than I would have been had I not grown up with him.
0: Yeah. So. And the other Gary, for me, I've been a lover of Gary Snyder for 42 years. I counted up the years yesterday, it was wow. January of 1978 when I was first introduced to the poetry of Gary Snyder and it has been with me ever
1: since. Wow. I know,
0: you know, 42 years seems like a long time.
2: Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee.
1: It does. And to realize that you were—I
0: was twenty. You boy! No, I was actually, I was nineteen. <laughs> That's good coffee. In January of 1970, I had turned twenty. In February of 78, so it's been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine, though you wouldn't know it from looking at us. <laughs> uh, today is the busiest day of the week for me in terms of physical uh, stuff. Well, I guess today and Wednesdays. Well, Tuesdays are pretty busy. Well, it's been been a hectic week. <laughs> I think uh, we could break it down further if we wanted to, but I think long ago I decided that it's probably smarter to just say it's been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine, as per usual. Over to you, Diane.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was a really hectic week for me work-wise, and that's all I have to say about that. I see. But I I don't know. It's an interesting time in your head about all these things. Um, I was talking to Bill yesterday about... Bill who? Oh, me. You. Right. Well, I'm, you know, I'm talking to the people who may be listening.
0: Oh, those people. Both of them?
1: Yeah, both <laughs> of them. Um, I just, I don't know. I I feel like there's this this element of stress that is existing for us all just from hearing news and hearing, I don't know, excuse me for saying it It's the anybody baseline. It's the baseline, the political baseline. The gaslighting and the... You just feel like, would you please just tell the truth for God's sake. And, you know, so there's always this thing in my head that is underlying all the the work that I'm doing, which heats up around this time of year, along with the weather. So um, I don't know. I was pretty I was kind of strung out yesterday because I had worked last weekend, too. I, we had been working on a big project that is not usual that has to do with uh, with the coronavirus because the University of Washington especially the School of Medicine has been at the forefront of that and it was a human resources project we were working on and it just really was it was kind of a tough week um, both from the frantic nature of it and by yesterday I was a little bit on on the edge but now I feel better already. And I think a lot of it is just um, knowing I don't have to do anything today. Knowing that, uh, I, you know, I was thinking, I was saying to you last night that I just feel like you make me laugh so much. And that has been a huge release for me. I think laughter is a very underrated stress reliever. I mean, I, I know that people will say, oh, you should laugh. But, man, whenever I really, really laugh, I just, I feel like it just does wonders for me. Um, it's like somehow you're letting the air out of the balloon in some ways. So Good. Anyway, so that stress, was my week. Stress
0: relief is important. It's I feel like, you know, Tuesdays at 7 have become my, my stress relief. It's kind of also become the nucleus of my week, the way it's yeah. structured and stuff like that. So,
1: Well, yeah. I have been enjoying the Tuesdays shows not only for... You get you know,
0: to have all the fun. It's like, it's the weird... <laughs> I mean, it's not... I'm not saying I'm not having fun. Don't, please don't get me wrong, but it's always weird being the performer... Even at regular gigs, and these and these virtual gigs or the the streaming online, the live streaming gigs are, are the same. You don't really get to socialize with the people as much as the people get to socialize with each other. You're kind of up there, you know, and you're happy. Then you get to witness it, which is a nice vantage point. It's nice to be able to just kind of watch other people interact and stuff over the course of a couple of hours or something. Uh, but you don't really get to participate in it in the same way. But I... And, the reason I like the the streaming is I get to interact with everybody afterwards. I get to go through and look at all the comments so
1: they're like usually that. talking to you in the I'm, comments I'm just
0: yeah, but I mean I think I think things so. will I think things will morph they're actually talking to each other too yeah Bill Willem's got a whole cadre of people that and they're talking back and forth and I just think that's fantastic. please keep doing that <laughs>
1: Exactly. You know, it's,
0: it's wonderful and it's just that for me it's an odd sense of there's no reason for me not to just keep doing this, right? I can't think of a good reason to not because it's such a good outlet for me. And it isn't, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm maybe, I'm not exploiting any resources that I wouldn't be exploiting anyway. Uh, it's not, you know, I don't know. I just feel like it's... Well,
1: in actuality, I a, feel like it has become sort of this... Uh, lovely place for people to feel like they're joining a group and that's the thing that i love is it feels like a party even though you're socially isolated but because it's real time right it's not just a post that put somebody put up at some point that you see at some point when you're actually having interaction that has been truly an exciting thing for me
0: it's been nice for me to, to to uh kind of archive some performances too cuz that's not something that i'd you know i've always liked live albums best yeah you know i've always liked the idea of that that's the most real right if you want a representation of what you sound like you know record yourself when you're playing in front of people and that's you know for me that's as good as i ever sound i think yeah. you know on on average i mean i might mess up a guitar part here and there or forget a lyric here and there cuz i'm old but And I don't feel like these these live streaming things are any different than they would be if I was playing at the C N P or playing at the Cooth or you know any of the places that I hang out. So I like it. Plus, there's open. I get to do. You know, I'm going to the Grumpy D's open mic, which I used to do every Wednesday. Now I'm going to the Grumpy D's open mic every Wednesday and just doing it. You know, from upstairs. It's it's weird. We're starting. I'm starting to get into this kind of transporter mentality of the. of the whole thing and thinking, geez, I, I should have been doing this all along, or you know, whatever. So.
1: Well, and one of the things for which I'm so grateful, is the creativity and resilience that everybody has shown in in trying to have social interactions when they can't, do it in, in person. Right. And, uh, for example, that Blackwater video with oh, the, Doobie the Doobie Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. I was just brought to tears when all of a sudden, and I wasn't expecting it the first time I was watching, that they were that they were incorporating all these people, mm-hmm. and I don't know who all the people were, but people singing along with the... Uh,
0: the refrain there the at the refrain. end. The
1: yeah. refrain, yeah. I just loved that. I watched that like 10 times because I love that so much. Yeah. And it was mostly because of the combining of all these people sort of like all your friends coming to visit you know Mm -hmm. or all your fans i don't know who those people were but it could have been friends or fans or
0: could have expanded from one to the other could have been family members could have been all the above you know
1: all contributing is so cool
0: it's very cool and there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on
1: you know i know. doing
0: Multi-track stuff and
1: well, and even yeah. my work. As I was saying, we are doing Zoom meetings. We use Skype to chit chat back and forth, just the way we would we're getting, have. And, we're getting
0: together with some people yeah. tomorrow on Zoom at two o'clock. Yeah, and, you know, it's like yeah, it's a good. I mean, it's 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 you you forget that it's a pale substitute because it it's what we've got, and so I think we're actually making the best of it.
1: Well, that's what you got to do. Yeah. And I I'm very appreciative that we've got the these technological possibilities to yeah. to do things. I mean, even because had it been in even in my youth, I wouldn't have been able to do my job from home. Yeah. You know.
0: That's for sure.
1: So, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, me
0: too. Well, there you go. For music today, I uh, I am just. I've been kind of bowled over by a, a CD that was sent to me by a buddy of mine, uh, Kevin Brown, who lives in Chatteroy over near Spokane. In that area, he hosts a weekly bluegrass show on the public radio station in Spokane. Former Whitworth student who married his Whitworth sweetheart, both of whom I remember from my days at Whitworth. and, and uh, Kevin's been a musician for many, many years. He only started writing songs when he was in his 40s. And uh, I'm not sure exactly how long ago that was. I imagine he's probably in his mid mid to late fifties now. He's probably Marjorie's age or something. Um, just a sweet man. He lives out there on a farm in Chatteroy, and uh, he's kind of he's written a new album of songs, all original songs, called Heroes and Sparrows. And I just he sent me a copy of it this last week, and I've just been I just have fallen completely into this uh, recording. It's so well done songs are so well crafted well though. every
1: song you played for me I just thought oh I love that song yeah. so you're asking me which it's... one I would choose it's pretty hard to choose it is hard
0: to choose there's 11 songs on the record and I can't pick I, I'm trying to pick two to play for you to give a give you a good representation It's just really a well put together album I know that Kevin Brown uh, has a band camp site but I would order the CD if you're still if you're still somebody who who listens to CDs and stuff like that, you should, uh, you should get it, just because it's a beautiful package. And it's, I don't know, I think Kevin is probably with me and Diane and a lot of other people in thinking that, you know, when you write a batch of songs and you make a recording, you want to be able to hold it in your hands. You know, there's something yeah. about making something that you can hold on to.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: that is getting lost in contemporary culture, especially around music. And for those of us who write it, there's still, you want something tangible. You want, to, you know, when I make an album, I'm making a record, I want to I be able to hold it in my hand and hand it to somebody and say, if you want one, I'll send you one. I mean, I, I, you got your digital downloads and I am got my stuff up on Bandcamp too, and that's fine, but for me, I need to be able to hold it in my hand and tell the story of how it was made and stuff like that.
1: You did a concert with Kevin in Tacoma. Yeah,
0: for oh. when he released his last album.
1: And I was wondering, does he have a Tacoma connection, or has he just got a following in Tacoma?
0: Both. I won't go into it further because my memory is not accurate. Oh, okay. But his website is www.brownnose.com. Brownnose, nose nose with K-N-O-W-S. B-R-O-W-N-K-N-O-W-S. Brownnose.com. He's also, you could probably just go... uh, kevinbrown.bandcamp.com because I think that's how Bandcamp does it. I just got uh, Janice Carper's new album too and I haven't really had a chance to dive into that yet but I'm looking forward to it and she's Carper.bandcamp.com. and uh, so, anyway.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, so appreciative of Kevin of this feels music like, he reminds me of, of us.
0: Kevin and Joan remind me of us because he he's said in a note that he sent with the CD that... He can't really complain because he's in the place he loves the most with the person he loves the most during this time of isolation. uh, I definitely understand that, and you can hear that in every one of these songs. This is an album about place as much as it's about anything else. Love of place as well as love of family and all that other kind of good stuff. The album is called Heroes and Sparrows, and uh, a couple of songs from Kevin Brown.
2: Life might only be a little But a little bit might be a pot of gold And I like the thought of playing second fiddle I like the view of me and you Growing old, I know Sometimes it's hard to catch your breath beaten path it seems has been beat to death i'll take the exit up ahead towards the distant lights of nowhere favorite place it just might be my backyard My favorite faces never make the news well, How come the best songs never make the pop charts well, I guess a million dollars just can't sing the blues well, I know sometimes this world's a bit too bright Sometimes it seems there's not an honest face in sight Sometimes I lie awake dreaming all night of the distant lights and no oh Breathes a bit like walking on the water, and it dreams a bit like walking on the moon. And love is like the flowers that I bought her. She's been sneezing like the devil all afternoon. I know sometimes it's hard to find the words. Sometimes making sense is like a flock of hummingbirds, some things are better seen, not heard, like the distant lights of There's a fox on the news And it's a hell of a racket So I pull on my boots And my walking jacket If I gave a hoot Would they come and haul me away? Well, There's owls in these woods I hear them Tops of the firs when the moonlight is shining. I'd sure like to see one, but they're always hiding. If I had wings, I would fly up the mountainside, light in the treetops, and turn to the world say Such and such He works up the crowd And they yell and they cuss But they don't look around Cause their heads can't turn very much If I had wings I would fly up the mountainside Light in the treetops Turn to the world and say Does my soul good to hear those long vowels call out the truth in the darkest of hours? If I had wings, I would fly up the mountainside, light in the treetops. And turn to the world and say who